the mafia, Bills mafia, Bills mafia, we the mafia, we the mafia, Bills mafia, Bills mafia, we the mafia, Bills mafia, Bills mafia. Welcome in, mafia. This is a mafia cast. Another episode. We are brought to you by Spoon Liquor Cakery. Uh, you can get your cupcakes. You can get cookies from there. She does some, some great work. Um, she's even made us one in the shape of our logo. It says Mafia Cast on it. It's fantastic. We appreciate it. Uh, again, that's Spoon Liquor Cakery. You, you can do orders um, on Facebook at, again, Spoon Liquor Cakery. Also, you can give her a call 315-283-6770 and place your order. Uh, delivery is, unfortunately, New York only, but... I know there's a ton of people, a ton of Bill's Mafia in New York. So get those orders in. And uh, here we go. Casey, hold on. Let me – let's get the party started. What's up, Back man? That one, buddy. Oh, <laughs> good. Oh, it's so nice to have a victory again, isn't it? Oh, man, as soon as that game was over, the first thing I thought about was the Mafia cast. I can't wait to talk about this game oh. and, and what – you know, I can't wait. <laughs> it's just I, – it changes everything. So much more exciting when you get a win. 100 yeah 100 i was just i was excited to like join the like to, i was like all right let's do this we can like this is gonna be a good show i mean we're coming in with good vibes unlike that like last week and the week before and just yeah. struggling you know struggling but yeah they're back rough. baby they are back uh, what do you think about the game um i i was texting you you know how i felt in that first quarter i was frustrated I was like come on are you kidding me I was – I never thought we'd never had control of the game. I mean, that first quarter, I was like, okay, this – I was like, if they're going to bury us, it's going to happen right now. And they couldn't pull away. And and that was because they Nick Chubb couldn't run the football, which who nobody guessed that. I mean, I kudos to the guy that bet under 20 yards for Nick Chubb, <laughs> you know. But uh, – Yeah, that was <clears throat> insane. Jacoby Brissett had the, a game of his career, but it was, it still that wasn't was enough. It just wild, absolutely wild. Yeah, you know, I saw somebody on Twitter said something about our pass rushes, um, a subpar. But you watch that game. Brissett was making some moves back there and getting out of those, you know, uh, away from the pressure because we were getting into the backfield and getting after him, and he was jumping around. I was like, wait. Who's this guy? <laughs> and right, I mean, he escaped Von Miller like one a Von Miller sack. I was like, he's got him, and I was like, oh, he doesn't yeah. got him. And then yeah. in next play, Von got him. Ultimately, not for a sack because he got tackled at the, at the line of scrimmage. Um, but I mean, I he he just he was making plays. He he did what he need he needed to do the team to do it in order to stay in the game. I mean, he yeah. brought him back. It got scary there for a minute. For just a minute, it got a little scary <laughs> because of the last couple of weeks of the PTSD. But, yeah, I'm, I was getting nervous about um, Amari Cooper. Like, every time he was getting targeted, he was catching the ball. And and we'll talk a little bit about the corners in our secondary as well going forward and in this game and how they performed, um, and even in last week too. But um, it – my goodness, he like everything was thrown his way. He was catching. It was it was just annoying. Um, but he's on my fantasy him. team though, so. <laughs> yeah. I mean Donovan Peoples Jones. Yeah, he he caught everything that was thrown to him. I mean, some of those passes and catches that they were making were pretty incredible. I mean that I that one specific toe touch that uh, Peoples Jones had to get him into the red zone. In the second half, I was like, "That's just you, you can't do anything but tip your cap in order to make that catch." Yeah. I mean, if Diggs makes that catch, Bills Mafia is lighting up. Yeah. Uh, so Cooper finished with eight catches, 113 yards, a couple touchdowns. Uh, Peoples Jones, same. Well, I'm not saying, but five receptions, 61 yards, and he had a touchdown. Nick Chubb added three catches for 48 yards and some uh, some screens. Um, I didn't like that, <laughs> like those no. screen passes. Like he was lighting us up on that. I was like, yeah. oh, man, I hope they don't keep doing that. And, and inexplicably, they kind of went away from that. I don't I don't recall seeing another screen after that where if they did, maybe Buffalo figured it out and stopped it. Uh, but, man, 48 yards and three receptions on the screens is nuts. Um, yeah, I mean, he yes, he's one of the best running backs in the – or yeah. if not the best pure running back in the game. 
is he no and he's not known for his pass catching ability. I mean, that's why they have Kareem Hunt. So maybe you know right. that was probably part of the game plan. Be like, hey, let's throw these screens in there for Chubb and let him just go to work. You know, it's just a long handoff for him. Yeah, he's still got the yeah. line in front of him. I was worried that first quarter. I was, I'm not gonna lie. I was, I was nervous. Oh, I called you a name that I felt bad for calling you, and <laughs> you I won't should. repeat. I won't. Re- well, you deserved it. Except I was not angry tweeting. All right, there's a difference. <laughs> I don't know about Garen, that. People get frustrated during these games. I you're sp- preaching to the choir, bud. Yeah. So you're my outlet. All right. <laughs> so you're my outlet. I love it. No, I, man, and even even if you look at, I know Chubb. He only finished with 19 yards, right, on 14 carries. His longest run of the night was 12 yards. He got stopped behind the line of scrimmage a lot. But in that first quarter, I was like, dang, we're not doing anything to stop him. Because he was getting – but because we were doing so well in the run defense after that first quarter, they actually took some of that yardage off. I um, Let me see if I can find it because I am just want to look at this. And I should have looked at it earlier today, but I didn't. So it's okay. Um, so Chubb, three yards. And then a whole bunch of freaking passes. Like, that was just nuts. I was not expecting that at all. And that, let's see. It's not going to really tell me a whole lot. But, um, and maybe that's why uh, Brissett was having so much success early on because they came out throwing above. Like, what What are you doing? (laughs) This is not Uh, what you do. I mean, Clayton Hutton had 35 yards on, what was it? Four or five carries, I think five max. So he was running well, but again, it was like yeah. they completely flip flopped their game plan with the running backs. We're like, all right, let's run it with Hunt, throw it to Chubb. Um, Brissett just had a day. I mean, that's all you can really chalk it up to. He had a day. Cooper Cooper's on his way to another thousand yard season. I mean, he's played he's played pretty decent. He's not on my fantasy team, but I've kept an eye on him all year as a trade target. And he's kind of inconsistent. He has those, he has a game, like it's basically kind of like an every other game situation with him to where next week he'll probably give you four points after giving you, (laughs) if not like right around 30 this week. Um, Yeah. I I was, oh, overall, I was happy with it. I mean, the corners could have made more plays and uh, everybody's going to spend saying it, just turn your head, you know, but we criticize every little thing. We won the game. Let's just be happy, move on. We're playing in Detroit again. Yeah. Yeah. You, you mentioned Brissett having a career day. He was 20 to 41, 324 yards, three touchdowns. Um, I know Cousins last week had over 300. Uh, we know Wilson didn't. So, yeah. you know, that streak stops right there. But I'm a little concerned about the secondary, but I wouldn't say it's necessarily going to, like, I'm not worried about their ability to win games as much as I am. I I think, because like with Dane Jackson, he got torched in this game repeatedly. But even still, you look at most of those passes, the coverage is there. The It's tight coverage too. Like I, that one play, um, was it Jackson? The, 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 we got called PI for. It was a great play. That was not mm. pass interference. Yes, it was Jackson. No, yeah, it was Benford. I, I'm sorry, it was Benford. Okay, Benford. I I, I, can, I knew it was one of the two, and I couldn't remember. Head was towards the ball. He was playing the ball. I don't care that he had his hand on his back. I mean, he didn't spin him around. I, it was a great play. And to see them throw the flag on that was annoying. Um, and I'll say this, too. The officiating. Oh, my God. Egregious. Week after week after week after week. And it's not just Buffalo. It's every single freaking game that you watch. It's like, come on, guys. I know it's not an easy task to officiate a game. These guys are flying at 100 miles an hour. The referees, they got to try to keep an eyeball on everything, and it's hard. I get that. But holy crap, like yep. it's constant. I watched the the, um, the Sunday night game with the Chiefs, and there was calls. Like there was oh, twice wow. where um, Mahomes threw it away, 
got a defensive and holding there, call. Imagine well, there's that. Holding yeah, call. there was that one. The two plays that I was referring to where he threw the ball away, and I even tweeted this. I was like, does he not have to be outside of the tackle box to throw it away like all the other quarterbacks? Because twice now he's done that. Um, and, you know, <laughs> one person's like, well, Mahomes operates under a different set of rules. Well, that obviously ignited some Chiefs fans. <laughs> I get it. But um, it, it's not just the Chiefs. It's not just the Bills. It's it's every single game. It's terrible. And it's to the point now where it doesn't even matter that we, you know, bring it up and, and complain about it because, yeah, I don't know. It's Not one bit. It, it is what it is. I mean, I'm um, learning, like, when I – like, when they announce the – refs for the games i'm like oh i'm like i hate it when this guy you know (laughs) calls a calls a bills game because he calls a lot of holds on a specific side and like we like spencer brown's on that side and that's not good or this guy calls a lot of bi and like god damn elam he's kind of grabby you know he he has he in college he had a tendency to get grabby so hopefully he doesn't eye that too much or focus in on it too much um, it's just, it's gotten bad. I mean, my dad watching the game, he's like, they're half the Bills players are halfway out of bounds getting hit, and they're not calling anything. Yeah. He's like, I he's like, I don't understand it. I mean, refs are missing calls, right? I mean, directly in front of them. You know, the the back judge is missing blind, like wide open holding calls, and not throwing a flag. And I I just don't understand. Well, e- even in that Patriots Jets game. Oh, and I know that we're bad. kind of getting away from the bills here. No, that punt bad. return, <laughs> like the there was clearly a block in the back. Like he shoved him to the ground, and it was wide out in the open too. It's not like there was a whole bunch of people around him, and it could have been easily missed or not seen. It was right there in the open. And when I saw that, I was like, "Are you kidding? Mm-hmm. Like Patriots getting some of that referee love again?" <laughs> like, Absolutely. Oh my goodness. Absolutely. But. Enough about the referees. Let's kind of get back to. I want to talk a little bit more about the, this game, and we're gonna we're gonna get into the run game and what happened there and what that means going forward. But I want to get to that later because that's actually going to be part of our tweet talk that we'll get to. But, um, Alan, I the first the, again the first quarter he looked off, like his passes were not on target. He almost looked jittery. Uh, he almost looked like. You know how you kind of get sometimes when you haven't eaten in a while and you get a little shaky. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, like, what are you doing, Alan? <laughs> he just did not look comfortable. And and at first I thought, well, oh, I wonder if maybe the injury's in his head. Like, I don't want to get hit again. That's not, you know. But this kind of goes back even before the injury. But that first touchdown drive of that first half on Sunday's game, he looked like Josh Allen. He was calm. He was firing the passes. Um, He looked like himself again. And that continued on, in my opinion, throughout the game. There were no turnovers. He he managed the game. He didn't have to play Superman. And (laughs) the touchdown to Diggs in the second half where he basically did a somersault when he threw it, that was great. (laughs) But what do you think of Allen's performance in this one? So do you golf? I attempt, yes. <laughs> I think that's basically the, the answer for all of us amateurs. Um, so you know how, like, it, like you're golfing, and, like, all of a sudden you're like, all right, I haven't played well in a long time. I'm not comfortable. Like, I can't, I can't get set. And all of a sudden you're like, all right, let me just get back to the fundamentals. Step up to the ball, you know, keep the swing straight, and just fo- keep your head down and follow through. You know, just try to do the basic things. And it kind of looks like that. That's what the Bills did um, this year, this week. Was it not yeah. necessarily put the training wheels on? They're like, let's get back to basics and let's just let, let do everything simple. They didn't. It didn't look like they were trying anything too extravagant. I mean, I know that Naheem Hines um, reverse didn't work, but whatever. Um, but like, I mean, they ran the ball downhill. You know, they didn't run too many of those sweeps. I think that they like to do out of a shotgun. I know they were yeah. a couple, but um, they a couple were successful. It seems like they try to overpower with those every now and then. Um, but I, I thought Allen, I thought he managed the game, which obviously that's not what 
anybody would say wins you Super Bowls, man, a game. But sometimes you just need to, like I said with that golf reference, you need to just slow down for a second, not try so hard, and just get back to basics, get back to fundamentals, and let the game come back to you. Yeah. Yeah, I, I completely on board with you on that. <clears throat> um, I, I did also some, – somebody brought this up that his passes don't appear to have the zip that nope. they did prior to the injury. Um, I did also notice today in practice he was not wearing any brace on the elbow for the first time since the injury. So I'm hoping – yeah, I'm hoping that everything is, you know, fine. There's nothing to worry about going forward, and he can get back out there and and just start, you know, zipping the ball around. Um, you you mentioned Neheim Hines. Let, let's talk about him for a minute. I loved it, dude. He, I, I've seen some people like, did we really just trade for a kick returner? Maybe. And that's fine if that's the kind of field position and the, and the, and the plays he's going to give us at that position. We haven't had that since Andre Roberts. No. That's a weapon. I mean, look at I mean the Bills pay special teamers Tyler uh, yeah. Mikanovich, uh, Taiwan Jones. You know, Jaquan yep, Johnson yep. is uh, is a is mainly a uh, special teams gunner. I mean, look look they they pay their special teamers and. For a for a reason, the Bills have one of the best special teams in the whole NFL. They have one of, if not the best, uh, opponents' average start position on a kickoff. Um, I mean, punts. I don't even know because we hardly ever punt anymore. Uh, but and then kick returns since Hines has been back, it's been amazing. I mean, McKenzie wasn't awful, but he wasn't great at kick returns, and obviously punt returns he couldn't do. Um, but Hines, I mean, that four three speed. Um, he he just knows he knows how yeah. to work the angles and work the leverage of, of the team. I like it. I'm I'm fine with paying a fifth round round pick and Zach Moss for better field position yeah. for Josh Allen. Heck yeah! I I it was really neat to see. I I do think obviously they we've seen him, you know, targeted a little bit and in, in throughout the game, but I I think that's what they brought him over for primarily was yeah. to uh, be the return guy. And I think the difference with between him and McKenzie, I love McKenzie. I, I, I enjoy watching his the, some of the, the, the content that he puts out there. He's a funny guy. He's got straight line speed, but that's it. Yeah, he doesn't that, that is it. I just don't see that wiggle like you saw with Hines. Like I, there's just no way. It feels like when he's got the ball in those returns, the first guy's not getting them. And that's mm-hmm. just how it's gonna be every single time. So it's really good to see. I, you know, I'm excited for that. And um, how cool would it be to his first Bills touchdown and be on one of those returns? <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. That would be so yeah. cool. What I'm really happy about is that the Bills, everybody was worried, including us. We were like, so what does this mean for James Cook? Um, and since Hines has come over, Cook's got more involved, you know, since, yeah. since the bye week. I mean, that's what everybody says. Bye weeks were getting – or for getting that's when your rookie is going to get involved if they're going to be. And since the bye week cooks snaps have gone up and up and up, he's played better every single week. Um, career high in rushing in rushing yards this past week. I mean, he's showing what he can do. I mean, he's running between the tackles, he's running outside. Um, that screen pass that they tried to dump off to him, that just that got blown up. That wasn't his fault. Josh Josh Allen dumped it over his head to get rid of the football, so he didn't get crushed. Yeah. But I, I'm excited to see when they do get – I mean, they are going to start splitting this, I think, a little bit more. I think Singletary is obviously going to be the main back, but I think they're going to start Hines and Cook kind of splitting those probably 60-40 uh, Cook to Hines. And I'm fine with that. I mean, Hines is a great player. He's He's been Jonathan Taylor's main backup for a couple of years now for a reason, and the Colts extended him for a reason. He's a good player. Yeah, he is it- – I don't know that I necessarily agree that uh, – <laughs> yeah, every week, right, those pop up. Um, <laughs> the Singletary is the guy. Uh, I think there's going to be more of a 50-50 split between the two of them and sprinkle in a little bit of Hines here and there because uh, even like in this game, 86 yards and 11 carries, 
Singletary had the same on 18 carries. That's significant difference in the per, in per carry average. And I don't know the numbers exactly, but I do know that over the last couple of games now, for sure, that um, Cook is outpacing Singletary significantly on the yards per carry. Not That's not to say the Singletary isn't getting it done, because he is. He has a, a really good average, too. But dang, that 29-yard burst from Cook in that game, that close to taking it to the house. And that he would have been, what, like, an 80-yard touchdown? He looks like if he gets by the linebackers or the um, defensive line, it looks like he's going to the house every time. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he has that game-breaking ability. And we're starting to see it. I mean, Bill's Mafia was freaking out. James Cook is a bust. James Cook isn't wasn't worth the pick. This and that. Relax. It was five games into the season. Let the kid get his feet wet first. I, I've always said that Bill's Mafia is some of the worst when it comes to overreacting. My goodness. Oh, well, yeah. That's what makes us great fans. That's why we're on like this we, podcast. We expect perfection now. <laughs> From everybody. Uh, you know, I – Kind of going back to this um, a little bit with the run game, uh, I do hope to kind of see some continuation of it. Um, I, I love watching Josh Allen do his thing, though. I love to see those three or four hundred yard passing days. Uh, but just you know, let's keep the the running game sprinkled in there a little bit. Again, we'll we'll touch on that some more later. But it is Thanksgiving week. We have a game coming up in a couple days. Can't wait. I'm so excited. Yeah. Oh, I'm I, so excited. I love when Buffalo plays on Thanksgiving. I'm sure the players don't like it so much. <laughs> but as a fan, dude, we get up in the morning, we get the family and friends together, we go out and we play some flag football. We, oh. you know, four teams put together. We have our little mini tournament type of type of thing. Um, and then I usually have to be carried home because I'm old and um, <laughs> get home, get cleaned up, football. Bills are still on TV, sitting there with my plate of just piled on with all the the, the turkey and everything. I, goodness. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so my wife and I, because our families are so big and so spread out, um, it's hard for us to get together with every, like for our families to get together on Thanksgiving because there's so many. So her and I actually started a tradition of hanging out and doing like kind of like appetizers all day. And just watching football and vegging out just isn't day to relax because then we can use Friday, Saturday, and Sunday to see all our family. So I'm ve- trust me, I'm very jealous that you get to do the, the flag football stuff. It makes me want to <laughs> like leave right now to drive out to Idaho and join you. But if you're ever out this way, oh, <laughs> it's a good time. I'll let you know. <laughs> and for me, so when I was you know in my twenties, like yourself. I like to think I could get around pretty good. I was generally one of the faster guys amongst my friends when we go out and play football. Um, most of the time I was the fastest. <laughs> this is why I enjoy doing this now because we bring all the kids out to play too. It's, you know, like everybody comes out. I can still outrun those six-year-olds. I still got it, man. I want to go back. Yeah. The small things makes me feel good. <laughs> I want to go back really quick. Uh, you were talking about the special teams. We've got somebody here from Facebook. There's no name, but we appreciate the comment nonetheless. Uh, Bills have always had great special teamers. They created a pro full position for Steve Tasker, I believe. Special teams can really help or hurt. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, we saw um, what happened when Isaiah McKenzie had those muffs last year, you know. Um, was it the Jaguars? Yeah, I think it was the Jaguars game when he, like, we got we were getting the second half kickoff. Or, no, it was the Colts game. We got the second half kickoff. We were like, all right, let's do this. And he fumbles it, you know, and it was like, God damn it, you know. Um, but, yeah, but then we see what we saw Andre Roberts was able to do. Yeah. And he he never broke one to the house, but he, he got Josh Allen pretty damn far a couple of times there, you know, between our our own 40 and the opponent's 40. He, I remember yeah. that. Well, and, and with Roberts, I you always felt like it could happen any time. And I haven't felt that until now. Yep, agreed. Um, seeing seeing the way Hines was running around. Um, I don't know that the position was necessarily created because of Steve Tasker. I remember back in those days there was another guy, Renee Thompson. I believe he played for the Giants. He and Tasker were 1A, one 1B one one when it came to special teamers, like phenomenal players. Um, and I do hope that one day Tasker gets into the, the Hall of Fame. Put Definitely Tasker deserved. in the Hall. 
yeah, he, he definitely belongs. Um, we also have another one here, maybe the same person. Who knows? Again, no name. Uh, thank heavens for Thanksgiving game. Something to do after eating so much. Yeah. You eat that mound of food and then you just lay on the couch. <laughs> if you can keep your eyes open. That's the biggest yeah. battle in the world. There you go. Yeah. Um, Thanksgiving is one of my favorite days, uh, favorite holidays. Like from Thanksgiving till the January 2nd, basically. It's my favorite time of the year. Um, January 2nd, you know, you're recovering <laughs> generally. Yeah. Uh, but I love this time of year. It's so much fun. Um, back to the game uh, we've got coming up. What do you think? Bit, Are you? I, I mean, I think the Bills are going to be the first team to ever win three straight years. Um, I mean, three in the, all three time slots, I should yeah. say, excuse me, on Thanksgiving, which, again, just add that to the Josh Allen first, you know, first, <laughs> first quarterback yep, yep. ever. Um, they should – we should literally start a book of all the firsts that he's got because at this point, I mean, it's a list just won't do it. Um, yeah. I – I think every I've seen a lot of don't overlook the Lions. The Lions are a good team, and I don't think, but I haven't seen many people being like we have a locked in W. I think everybody just everybody knows the Lions. They can be anybody with that offense. They have two good running backs. Monra St. Brown's a great wide receiver. I was shocked they got rid of Hawkinson, um, but I they. They're going to be getting Jameson uh, Williams here soon in order to make the uh, make his NFL debut coming out. I mean, he's he's about to get activated. So yeah, but their defense, I think that's where we could get a little yeah get a little ahead. But if if our defense plays the same way we did last week, I think we'll be fine. Yeah, uh, hopefully they don't start out quite as slow as they did this last game. Yeah, <laughs> um, but you're right. I mean, Detroit has. Definitely a lot of weapons, a lot of skilled players. Um, and, and I'm not one of these that gets necessarily down Jared Goff. I think he's an all right quarterback, yeah. uh, kind of like a Jimmy Garoppolo. Like, yep. he, 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 you can win with him if you have the pieces around him, right? I mean, um, he did. He went to a Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. I want to throw up this uh, score prediction, and we'll get into our score predictions later in the game, but I got to throw this one up there because otherwise I'll get buried and then I'll forget about it. So 31 to 10, I like it. Um, my fantasy team won't. I have Jamal Williams. I think. See, I have. I've got Swift on. Ooh, on I traded team. Swift for Diggs. Yeah, and I traded for Swift on the offseason. I'm kind of regretting that now. I. This isn't a fantasy football show, but I don't understand what the deal is with Swift. Anyway, <laughs> he's clearly he's clearly not right. Well, I mean, just we're staying on task. I mean, Swift. He he hasn't had more than five carries since week two um he's had maybe at max five receptions i don't even think he's eclipsed that yet though um i mean he's effective when he gets those touches i mean he scored a touchdown last week um yeah that's the one saving grace he has been getting a touchdown at least in the last couple weeks yeah yeah i mean when the lions are good at getting in the red zone once they get the red zone they just hand it off to these running backs and that that that's a weakness, obviously, for the Bills. I mean, obviously, we just hung, we just um, stopped. Uh, got the Browns running backs. Couldn't think of his name, Nick Chubb. Yeah. Um, we Chubb, just yeah. stopped him. But look what AJ Dillon and um, the Jets and AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones, and then what the Jets did against us. You know, both running for 170 <laughs> yards. So, what defense is going to show up? Yeah. Well, I mean, even with the the Vikings game, they had a, had shut down Cook for the most part. Yeah, like I said, I think I mentioned last week, he had 15 yards, and then he broke off that stupid 81 yard or 83, whatever it was. Um, so they were doing a pretty good job there as well. Are you are you concerned about Swift and Williams in this game? Like, do you think that the Lions can stay in this game because of those two? Um, I don't think they can. I think if they can keep up, if the pa- I think it's more can the passing game keep up in order to keep the the ability to run the football. Um, can Jared Goff keep accruing first downs and running the clock in order to be able to hand the ball off to Jamal Williams and toss it out to DeAndre Swift, 
in or in order to keep Josh Allen off the field. I they those two players alone aren't enough. I I I just I think if they had Hawkinson, I'd be a lot more scared. Um, and since since they don't, I mean, our defense can really zero in on Amon Ross St. Brown. Um, can they? Saying. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you would have thought they could have zeroed on Amari Cooper because he's about all that they have. And you know, People's Jones had a, a nice day against our secondary. I. But do you think I we're going to be without Poyer and Edmonds again? Uh, Poyer, I'm pretty sure, will play. Edmonds, I don't think he's going to. I, I think, think he, he didn't practice either. today. Um, and if this was a Sunday game, I'd be a little more optimistic about that. Um, but with such a quick turnaround, I don't think he plays. And from what we've seen so far, that kind of worries me a little bit, um, which is this is a great segue, actually, talking about Edmonds. Um, so there's been some you know things going on on Twitter. Everybody knows that Jordan Poyer – has not signed yet. We're not doing tweet talk yet, man. Come on. <laughs> um, uh, he hasn't signed yet. So there's a lot of talk about um, who do you who gets left out. You've got Poyer, Edmonds, and Oliver. You can only I know sign. where you stand. Where do I stand? Unless your mind has changed. I don't, I don't know if you do know exactly where I stand. Where do I stand? I, and let, like I said, unless your mind has changed – I think you want to keep Edmonds and Poyer over Oliver, and Oliver's the automatic man out. Incorrect. Okay, let's hear it. I maybe have, we are thinking the same thing now. I have been even before the season for anything. I have been because we have Micah Hyde under contract through twenty twenty four. Um, I have been in the boat of letting Poyer walk. He's going to want a lot of money. I mean, if if he doesn't take that true hometown discount, yeah. um, let him walk because I think we can sign him for cheaper than we can sign – I mean, we can sign Ed Oliver cheaper than we can sign um, Hoyer. And Edmonds is locked. I mean, he's not going anywhere. Um, yeah, I agree. I think, I think that's just a simple answer. You're really choosing between Ed Oliver and Jordan Poyer. Um, Oliver, I mean – I we all saw what he did on Sunday. What he can do when he's healthy. I mean, he's a freaking animal. He is so good. Um, is he a top three defensive tackle in the, in the league? No. Is he top ten? I'd probably put him at number nine or somewhere around there. You know, just off the top of my head. Um, I'll say this: I don't think he's reached his max potential yet. I don't think no, he's hit a ceiling. No, exactly, and that that's my point. Is I mean, yeah. you sign you sign him to three three four year deal. You know, something. 10, 12 million dollars a year, and you sign Tremaine Edmonds basically to here's the freaking Brinks truck, just back it up to his house. Um, because they're not going to have an option but to do that. Um, I don't think there's a linebacker in the league that does what Edmonds does. I there's some good linebackers out there, good run stuffing linebackers, but I don't, there's I I just don't see a linebacker they can cover the way he does. I will not say that he's the best linebacker in the league because you're walking that line right now. He has the abilities to be the best linebacker in the league, and I completely agree with you. Um, Why, because Micah Parsons is a good pass-rushing linebacker? No, I don't count him as a linebacker. If you if you, if you rush him, if you just like Von Miller, I don't count. He's on, he's on the depth chart as a linebacker. I don't count him as a linebacker. He's he's an edge. Yeah, exactly. Edge yeah. Um, I – People like Roquan Smith, um, Devin White. I love Devin White out of Tampa. Um, just to name, yeah. just to name a couple. I yeah, um, but those are guys are more run stopping linebackers in my mind. I and mean, they, they do they do that better than Edmonds. I'll give you that for sure. But as far as the coverage skills, White might be up there. Devin White's got that kind of speed, but he doesn't have yeah. the size. No, he doesn't, he doesn't have, have size, but he but he makes up for it with his speed, though. Edmonds um, can fly. I don't, and Edmonds is another one I don't think has reached the ceiling yet. No, I don't. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, I give Oliver another year next to Von Miller, yeah. Gregory Rousseau. Give Tremaine Edmonds another year behind this offensive line that set that signed through at least 2023, except for Oliver. You know, you mean defensive um, line. Yes, defensive line. Excuse <laughs> me, because I I think Jordan Phillips comes back again. I mean, I, I there's no way in hell he's leaving again after this year. Yeah, he's on I don't a think so. Deal. 
he's going to sign. He'll sign a, like a two-year deal with the Bills and probably retire. And if, and if he does leave, the Bills Mafia will not forgive. Oh no, no, you <laughs> get one, you get one chance. We let you yeah, go, he, and if you come back and then you leave again, you're dead to yeah. us. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I, I I agree with you, and it legit hurts my heart to say that Poyer is the odd man out here. But yeah, you know I've kind of been you know looking at this and um, taking a little bit of heat on Twitter, of course, because of it. But I, Poyer is great; he's fantastic. He and Milano are the heartbeat of this defense, hands down, no question. But would we miss Poyer as much when he's out of the game if Hyde was back? Exactly. I don't think we would. Because Hamlin is playing down low, where Poyer normally plays when Hyde is in the game. And Hyde's just back there playing free safety, you know, playing center field, keeping everything in front of him. Yeah. And Hamlin's I, a damn good run run stopping safety. He's we he's I love his that. physicality. Absolutely. He is a yeah. hard hitter. And he's not that big. Well, at least he doesn't look that. I don't know actually what his size is. Um, but yeah, he uh he gets after people when he hits, and it's cool to see. Yeah, like I said, it's it, I don't like the idea of Poyer playing elsewhere. I hate it, in fact. Like he's one of the you know Bills Mafia favorites, and rightfully so. Um, but at the end of the day, this I mean, it's a football team. It's a business. You hear that all the time. I know it's it's cliche, but you have to think about it with your you know your head and not so much your heart. Um, it's the same way I play fantasy football. Like if I played my heart, my whole team would be Bills, right? Exactly. Exactly. You can't. It just doesn't work. No. Uh, hopefully, Bean can work some of that Bean magic and get them all three resigned. That would be fantastic. He's done um, it before. Yeah, you He's know, done it before. Run back this defense with the exact same players you got now, all healthy, and hopefully stay healthy. Gosh, I, man, I just can't. That's... I keep going back to that. I get healthy. Get healthy. Mm-hmm. It's that time of year. That's what every team's saying. You know, get healthy. Everybody just get healthy. Because now, now is when crunch time starts. You know, week eleven. All right. We're now now it's gonna we're the uppers are sep- separating themselves from the lowers. Who's really who in this league at that at this point? And the Bills are about to go into a gauntlet playing the Jets, this the Miami, the Dolphins, and uh the Patriots here in the next month, you know. And I think all but one yeah. of them are prime time or prime time games. Yeah, uh, I don't know. It's I, I I saw somewhere somebody said we only have two Sunday games left of the whole season. No kidding. Yeah, we're seven and three, so six games. So only two of them are on a Sunday, right? Um, seven games. Yeah, oh yeah, seven. So let's take a look. Let me pull up their schedule because I, I saw that and I was like, Are you for real? <laughs> like, that's a lot of well, I know a lot of prime time. Our Bengals game is Monday night. The Miami game is uh TBD. One of the Patriots games is a uh prime time. The Bills play on Saturday against somebody the day before christmas yeah so we've got of course this week so thursday uh we've got new england at 6 15 it's a night game december 1st i'm not sure if that's sunday night that must be saturday december 1st um six that's a a thursday we're talking everybody we're sorry (laughs) We are in two different time zones. <laughs> Ronnie is in Idaho, and I am in New York. So when he said 6.15, I was like, what is he talking about? Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> 6.15 mountain time, so 8.15, y'all, and Eastern. Uh, so December 1st is actually a Thursday night game. Really? Yeah. So we play this Thursday. And then the final. And then we play again next Thursday. Uh, and then we have the Jets. Again, which is December 11th. That is a Sunday game, and that's a morning. Miami, that game is to be determined. I imagine if both teams continue to win, that will probably be flexed to um, maybe Sunday night. Uh, Most definitely probably a a 425 kickoff, though, which is considered 
prime time because it's the only game in that slot, that time slot. But it's still a Sunday game either way. And then Chicago, December 24th, that's a Saturday. Christmas Eve, that'll be fun. And then, of course, the Monday night game against uh, Cincinnati. And then the last one of the season, which is January 8th, that is also a Sunday, but it's TBD. So. And that's Patriots, correct? Yeah. So there's more than two here on a Sunday. Oh, yeah. For sure. So. So. Well, tell me this. What do you think is going to happen this for this Thursday? Like the score or? Yeah, everything. <laughs> I think we're going to win it. Um, I know I'm going to throw this up here for you really quick. Facebook users, Uncle Joe. Thanks, Uncle Joe. <laughs> every every team wants their people healthy this time of year. Um, and, yeah, obviously they do. Uh, I just I feel like our team is a little less healthy than most others. But um, but still, so for this game, I don't know, I, I think we're going to see more of the same that we saw last uh, um, uh, Sunday. Um, Detroit's one of the worst run defenses in the game in, in the NFL, um, right up there with with the Browns. So I can certainly see them taking advantage of that. Um, I was kind of hoping the next week's game was actually Sunday, so the team would have like the full ten days or whatever. To, to, to rest up and because these last two and a half weeks have been crazy for the team, like dealing with obviously their, their opponents, the back-to-back losses, the snowstorm, wondering if they were going to even get to, to Detroit or not. Uh, like I was seeing players on Twitter like, Hey, anybody help me out? <laughs> yeah. Spencer Brown was like, I literally don't yep. want to snowball. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was great. <clears throat> And to Bill's Mafia's credit, they all stepped up. I mean, we even saw the shout-out from Josh Allen during the, the broadcast on Sunday with a couple of guys that helped him out his neighbors. So that was really cool. Absolutely. But it, that's a lot going on um, with that and then flying back to Buffalo, um, dealing with all the injuries. Well, they had, what, one good practice last week and then a walkthrough, I think it was. Uh, they, I feel like they need a bye. <laughs> um I mean, I'm kind of, I'm kind of ex- happy that they're getting Thursday to Thursday and then Sunday, because we're getting at least that by after the second week. I mean, now we're playing, and it's it was going to be two short weeks anyway. Well, it's really only one short week. Yeah. Um, but at least now we can go home, rest for a week, and then we get to be, and then it's home again, I believe, and we get to rest for another ten days. Um, uh, the next one is on the road, New England. Oh, it's at New England. Okay. Yeah, Foxborough. So we've got Detroit, and then the three games after this are going to be huge: New England, Jets, and Miami. Like yep. gauntlet. Remember when everybody said that. the first? Remember when everybody said the first six games of the season were going to be the hardest for the Bills? I don't think. I, I don't think the Jets is going to be hard. Um, I don't think the Patriots game is going to be hard. Like watching that game, well, I didn't watch the game, but just seeing the score, 0 0, 0 0, 0. Like every time I came across the ticker, 0 0, 3 0, 3 3, 3 3. It's like, are you kidding? Like, I know. My dad was like, oh, what a fun game to watch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I'm just not, I know the Jets beat us. I get it, but I'm not sold on them. I, I, Zach Wilson. Blind squirrel finds him out. Zach Wilson's about to lose his job. Yeah. Joe Flacco. Did you see all the all the talk yeah, about him? Yeah, that Salah wasn't, taking... committal, wasn't committal to him to this week. No kidding. He said it wasn't his <laughs> fault they didn't win the game. Bro, you put up three points. <laughs> you got outscored by his special teams. Yeah. Like yeah. Which I and their his defense shouldn't have been shouldn't have been counted because of block in the back, but still. Well, it, it, the block in the back happened. I want to say it was inside the 10, 15 yard line. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I'm, I think that there, there was still time on the clock. Five. So, they, so they still probably would have pulled it out, even if they did call that, uh, because it's a spot foul, I believe, correct? Yeah. yeah spot foul and then 10 back from the foul. 
Yeah, so they still would have been well within field goal range, so you would think. But um, this game, it does give me some excitement um, knowing, like to, in today's practice, that he wasn't – that Josh Allen wasn't wearing the brace. Uh, it does make me think that maybe they're going to come out um, and kind of sling the ball around a little bit again. Try to boat race um, Yeah, so we'll see. I, I do think that – I'm going to say, okay, here's a bold prediction for you. Bold take. I like it. I mentioned this the other day. Three and out on the opening drive. That's four weeks in a row they've had a three and out. And that's just the last four weeks. I don't know about the weeks prior to that. I didn't look. I didn't want to look. I think they get a touchdown on the opening drive. I think they finally get that done. Um, I do think they start – get kind of back to what we saw them previously the first six weeks of the season where the offense was just kind of lighting it up. The one thing I'm not sure is going to happen, though, is Josh Allen in the red zone has disappeared. The, the call runs? Yep. Like, what happened to that? And I think that's the issue with the red zone. We've got to get back to that. We've got to at least let the defense know we can still do it. We can still call that play because it's almost like nobody is, is afraid of that anymore. Like, they don't think they're going to run it. I mean – but at the same time, go ahead. Don't think about it until you know they pull it out of their back pocket against somebody. You know, and that that kind of seemed what it. That's what last week seemed like to me was that they had. All right, we're gonna stuff everything we really got in our back pocket, and we're gonna play very. It seemed the game plan seemed very vanilla on offense, and I got to be honest. I think that's my that's my take that on this week too that i think they're going to go very vanilla i think next this week's going to look a lot like last week just game style wise i think they're going to be like all right let's run the football again make the game a little bit faster you know try we'll take some deep shots here and there if they're not there alan not drop it down to digs i mean drop down to Knox, and take your three to seven yards every time you know um i think they're, i think they're going to really focus on that and re- make teams really start to believe hey all right, they're starting to really commit to the run now, and that's when Josh Allen and Diggs and Davis are going to be able to hit those play-action deep passes again. Yeah. I, <laughs> you mentioned Davis. I have to say this really quick. Um, so I know you guys, you, you play Madden. I play Madden. Different consoles, whatever. Um, yeah, later. This week, so on, on Madden Ultimate Team, they have a, a Gabe Davis card Ooh. that you get the card – and then what he does on Thursday's game will determine if that card rating goes up or not. That's so, cool. If the Bills score fifth or 17 or more points, uh, his card goes up plus one rating. And if he gets 50 yards plus and a touchdown, it goes up another point on the rating. So I'll be watching for that. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. See, I don't um, play Ultimate Team. Um, I've never been a huge fan of it, uh, mainly because I really only play Mike. But um, that I didn't know they did stuff like that, and that that makes me a little bit more interested. Yeah, I, they it's, it's pretty cool. Like uh, to be able to play with some of the old school players too uh, yeah. on there. That's pretty works. neat. Thurman Thomas. I've got Andre Reed on my ultimate team. But um, <laughs> so for this game, I, you make a good point actually, especially with this three game stint with the divisional opponents coming up. I don't think they're going to want to kind of show their hand. Um, but at the same time, I don't want them to be too vanilla. Like we still got to beat the Detroit Lions, you know. Um, so my score prediction. Let's see. I like that thirty-one to ten. However, I do think the Lions get a little bit more because they do have a really good offense. Uh, and I wouldn't be surprised if we kind of see a little bit more of the same, where the Lions kind of jump out a little bit and get things rolling, and then the defense figures out, oh, okay, that's what you're doing, and we're going to stop it. Um, so I'm going to go with this one, 34-17. I'm going to start going first on these, because I was going to say 32-17. Uh, I think Jamal Williams is going to get his weekly touchdown. Um, I think DeAndre Swift is going to be continue to be a shell of himself while he's unhealthy. Um Monra is going to get his, you know, he'll get his eight for 80, maybe a touchdown, maybe not. That That's really what determines whether they're going to score 17 is if he can get that touchdown. 
I mean, last week I understand Jamal had three and um, Swift had one, but they usually try to throw one in close to a Monroe at some point. I think um, St. Brown's going to have 100-plus. I think they're going to have a good game. I do. Just based on what we've seen so far from the Bills' defense and their you secondary. Have, let's figure out a fun bet because I don't think he will. <laughs> what are you thinking? It's kind of hard when we're so far apart. I can't jump in any lakes. We don't have any around here. I know. I'm kidding, we do. You can't <laughs> jump in any lakes. <laughs> that bet's taken. Uh, loser gets whipped cream to the face next week at the end of the show. Am I going to whip cream my own face? Yep. <laughs> plate full of whipped cream. All right. You got it. Mike has to do it no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, All right, so my I'm going to say Brown, 100 yards. All right. I'll take the under. Uh, I will say 31 31- – 31 to tw- – uh, nope, I'm going to say 31-14. 31-14. All right. I, th- I think is. Williams is going to get his t- – I think Williams is going to get a touchdown. Someone else is going to get sprinkled in. But I think the Bills are going to be able to make – I think we're getting Poyer back is going to make a big difference in this past game. We had him back last week. Poyer? Well, yeah. still. Still. Are you nervous just now? Wait, just wait a little bit. <laughs> All right. Um, we're getting a little short on time, but uh, we definitely have to get into our tweet talk. Uh, now hit the button, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to throw this up here um, to share the screen and what uh, what was what was said. Um, so we put this up earlier today just to kind of get some some chat going. And Cleveland has a bottom 10 rush defense. Detroit is the second worst in the league at defending the run. Um, Do you think that this is something that's going to continue or is what we did last week? Was that like a game plan thing? And does that happen again this week? Or is that going to be like kind of a long-term change in 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 this offense? What what do you think? I mean – like I said earlier, I think I think we're going to this game not showing our hand too much, just trying to accomplish the job no matter how it looks, run the football, take what's given to us no matter what, and attack it that way until we really need to start opening up the uh, opening up the playbook again. Yeah, I I think we have another hundred eighty plus yards on the ground. Uh, from these two backs, <laughs> and so maybe are we going to be the first team ever to rush for a hundred yards in every single game of a season? Maybe. <laughs> we, hey, we're the first team to do it in what, like seven straight games or something like that to start yeah. the season or something. Yeah. So. I. What's your preference? Do you want to see this kind of this this change going like, forward, or like I've told you, I want it to the runs to be more effective. I like I don't care how often we run, I want to not get stuffed at the line. And I think that was part of Ken Dorsey's problem in the Vikings game was we were getting stuffed at the line so much trying to run up the gut that he was like, All right, blank this, I'm done. Like let's just <laughs> throw the football. Like let's just go at it. Um so I think running the football more effective is gonna gain his confidence in order to call more exotic run plays. You know the gaps are in the zone, uh, gap over zone, which is what Singletary does better, um, and get him going a little bit more. But I, I don't. It's still a pass first team, and we still have one A, one B quarterback in the NFL. You know they're not going to take the ball out of his yeah. hand, hands like that. I, I, I'd bet you five bucks. This is Josh Allen's only game under two hundred yards passing this year. Yeah, I don't think he has less than 200 in this coming up game. I just kind of to your point um, with last week's game plan, pairing a little vanilla, we have a huge three-game stint coming up with divisional opponents, all three of them, back-to-back-to-back. That's going to be – I mean, that's basically going to make or break our AFC East uh, championship hope. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to say we necessarily need to sweep that, 
but we got to win two out of three at a minimum. And those two have to be against the Jets and Dolphins. So I, I, I'd say it has to be against the Patriots and Miami because I don't believe in the Jets. Well, that's true. So, so you're basically thinking the Jets will do themselves in, <laughs> yes, and just yeah, fall down do. the rankings. Yeah, I do. That's that's a fair point. Definitely. Um, um, the main one is just I, Miami. Obviously, I mean Miami's Miami's good. I mean, I I'm fine. I'm fine in my own manhood enough to say Miami's a good football team. Is it mainly because of Tua? No, it's because of Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle and Mike McDaniel, and Tua is good enough to make it happen. Like we like we've said before, imagine Josh Allen on that team. That would be unstoppable. Yeah, um, I kind of got into it today with with a Dolphins fan uh, regarding this whole Tua thing, and I straight told him, I was like, if you want to argue with me that he's an elite quarterback right now, we can have that debate. That's fine. But to say that he was elite coming out of college. And it was only because of injuries and nobody around him and a coach that didn't like him. And, and, and I mean, like, like how many excuses? I mean, if you're an elite quor- quarterback, like truly elite, you at least show flashes. Exactly. And um, Josh uh, Allen hurdling people. Right. Josh and that's Allen the thing, hurt- too. Throwing 70 yard bombs. <laughs> right. And I tell people all the time, like, I don't watch your quarterback like I watched mine. So I, I if you want to tell me that there was flashes and, and you saw something that maybe I didn't, I can get on board with that. Yep. Um, but some of these Dolphins fans and the way they're coming out with, you know, this tool love, my goodness, relax, calm down. Also, he's not going to be the MVP, so all that can stop. No. There's not no, a, I, he has too much talent around him that is better than him to be deemed MVP. Yeah. I, I don't know too many Dolphins fans personally, uh, but the ones I've met on Twitter, they are they're crazy. <laughs> they're, like I I get it, you're a fan of your team, but don't come at me and attacking my team. Like, I, you know, I don't I don't want to hear that. No. Um, Johnny yeah, Cruz, I'm... who you talked to on Saturday, is one of the exceptions. I do enjoy having those conversations with him. He's one of the few reasonable, down to earth fans, but. I love there's a I lot of them that conversation. Yeah. So um I don't know who this person is, but <laughs> Uncle I mean, Joe, me... Micah Parsons is not getting MVP. <laughs> Relax. Uh that's funny to bring that up. So there's been some some talk this week about Matt Milano. All As of its internal of the year. Yeah. We're, yep. we're not necessarily saying seen that in the national media yet, but I'm going to start like, somewhere. Yeah. The, I, the I, started, guy deserves I started hashtagging it. <laughs> the guy deserves to at least be in the conversation. I mean, if you, if you watch the football games, then yes. I mean, you can't deny it. Um, are, her, are his numbers absolutely eye-popping and staggering? No, they're not. But watch him and how he affects a football game, you know. But the numbers, so are starting to. I, I wish I could remember what it was. Uh, he's the only linebacker in the league right now that has the number of interceptions and sacks that he has. I, I think that's what it was. Like that's nobody else has player. that. Like Parsons has a lot of sacks. Yeah, and I get that. But Milano's got the sacks. He's got the interceptions. He's got the tackles. Like he's had his hands on several balls. Could you imagine if he'd oh. gotten? Like a few more of those, and he's sitting here with five, six picks right. as a and linebacker. He, he, if he could catch, he would have <laughs> five picks on the season. Yeah, but he yeah. can't catch. But uh, he's fun to watch. I, I really fun to watch. I love it. Absolutely. Um, and I just got a message here on my my computer here that my battery is dying. So, oh, let's get this quick then. <laughs> we are at uh, at time though, a little bit over, but. Um, Bill's Mafia, we appreciate you guys in here commenting and watching and viewing. Appreciate you. Please hit the subscribe, like, the share on YouTube. Go out to on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and check us out. And I think Casey's got something here he wants to show before we bounce. Check it Here's out. Here's our cookies, Bill's Mafia. 
Look at those these are from beauties. the Spoon Liquor Cakery. Made in house. These things are <laughs> delicious. I'm so. Mm. <laughs> where's Where's mine? <laughs> what you can't talk? <laughs> it's on the way. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. We're gonna get out of here, Bill's Mafia. Uh, like I said, we love you. Appreciate you. Everybody have a a great uh, Thanksgiving and um, go Bills. We're thankful for all of you. Go Bills. We the mafia. We the mafia. We the mafia. We the mafia.